Welcome to the Adopting Joy podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Joy Ryan. It's my passionate mission to share inspirational insights, actionable tips, tools, and techniques that you can apply immediately so you can create your best life. Sample topics include dealing with difficult people, how to get motivated and stay motivated, and transforming your struggles into success. If you're looking to create a more free and fulfilling life filled with greater happiness, health, and healing, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you love your life. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. Finding balance, creating balance. Life balance has been a hot topic for some time now. People are waking up to the notion that for them to perform well, they have to first feel well. And in these trying times, it's imperative to stay motivated. You know, we all know that sometimes you're just not going to be motivated and that sometimes you have to do things that you don't really want to do. But there are some things that you can do to kind of help you find that balance and um, get and stay motivated. We've all heard the saying, change your mind and you change your circumstances. Well, I think it goes deeper than that. Change your thinking and how you view your circumstances, and you can change your life. How do you do that? Here are eight essentials that I came up with for creating and finding balance. And some of these you'll have heard before, but I think sometimes we need to be reminded of some of these things. Sometimes we know what to do, but we just, we need to hear it again. And maybe there's a situation that you're in right now, and some of these tips, you need to just get them down on the inside of you. So here they are. Number one, focus on what you have, not on what you don't have. There will always be someone worse off than you, whether they're facing a financial crisis, health problems, grief and loss, or something else. If you know someone like this, think of one thing you could do to help them. And by the way, some of these, uh, you know, this might be you, financial crisis, health problems. Think about somebody else that you know that also needs some help because it temporarily helps you to not be as focused on yourself. Um, For example, there's somebody at my church who recently lost his father. And a group of us decided to take food to the family. And it it just felt good. There's something called the helper's high. And I really do think that you can get a high from helping other people. It gets your mind off of your problems. But most importantly, it, it helps you to realize that you really do have a purpose. And it makes you grateful for what you have. 
You start focusing on the positive in your own life. As Dennis Waitley said, you are either the captive or the captain of your thoughts. Number two, feed your strengths, starve your weaknesses. Researchers note the average person has 50,000 to 60,000 a day. And most of those thoughts, when we think about ourselves, most of those thoughts are, you guessed it, negative. Some research points to the fact that 77% of the time that we talk to ourselves about ourselves, those thoughts are negative. So your mind is like a computer or the crew on a ship. And what orders you give it will determine what you get. I like to say what you dwell on becomes your destiny. What you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. Spend as much time as possible in a job or in your life in general in areas that utilize your strengths and that you're passionate about. Work doesn't have to be a four-letter word. I also want to say that um, what I had talked about earlier, how what you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. Think about when you're driving in your car and all of a sudden you're you're looking, you know, you're looking and you're you're focusing on something either to the right or to the left. Have you noticed that after a while, your car will slowly veer, hopefully slowly, <laughs> to the right or to the left? Because that is what you're focusing on. Number three, practice self-control, self-discipline, and a strong work ethic. Now, this is a paradox, but doing the things you like least first helps in creating balance because you get them out of the way. Practicing good work habits, especially early in the day, frees up time later for doing things you enjoy and you feel more deserving. It's like you're rewarding yourself for what you accomplished and you don't have to think about it. Research shows the most successful people are those willing to do what others don't want to do. They've just mastered the challenge of overcoming procrastination. I think they've mastered the challenge of overcoming that self-talk in their minds. And they've overcome the feelings of not wanting to do something and pushing themselves to do it. So, you know, I <laughs> I, I saw a I, I saw a motto on the back of a T-shirt recently, and I say live by the motto "Just do it, just do it tomorrow." Because I saw that on a, a T-shirt recently, and let's face it, you know, we can all get into that habit. Oh yeah, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it tomorrow. So see about doing it today so you don't have to think about it. Number four, decide what really matters. You know, in finding and creating balance, make a list of those activities and individuals that put a spring in your step. What gives you energy and makes you laugh? For example, for me, spending time with certain friends is always fun 
because they're hilarious. I have belly aching laughs when I'm with them. So there are certain people that I just love to be with because they're fun and they're funny. Take it from me, a 28-year cancer survivor. Study after study illustrates that laughter really is the best medicine. So it sounds like a cliche, and it is because it's true, but there's a lot to be said for laugh about something. Conversely, what detracts from your life and drags you down? Start phasing those things out of your life. My first podcast goes into my own personal vulnerable story on dealing with a difficult person that I had to get out of my life. And I also have another episode specifically on dealing with difficult people. So there are times where if somebody's really dragging you down and detracting from your life, maybe even causing depression, you may have to think about not having some of those people in your life. Number five, focus on having fun. No matter how busy and stressful your days, schedule some time for fun. Studies have shown that rest and fun and play is imperative for having a happy, healthy life. In thinking about finding and creating balance, what makes you happy? And and make a list. For instance, uh, when I've been in the hot Arizona summers, I used to live in Arizona, and I would take my dogs on day trips to Flagstaff. Being at 7,000, maybe it's even 7,500 feet elevation in the pines is something that really helped me fill the well. And for me, there's nothing like crisp mountain air and the smell of the pines to make me forget the cares of the world. So what helps you forget the cares of the world? Go out and do that. And where I live now, this might sound like a small thing, but there's a a lake nearby and I love to go to the lake, sometimes with friends, sometimes by myself. I love to go to the lake and um, just look at the mallards and the Canadian geese. It's fun and it's really something that helps me to stay in the present moment. So if you've listened to any of my other podcasts or you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, maybe even Pinterest, you know that one of my favorite things is being outdoors with nature and animals. Which brings me to number six, spend time in silence. Make an effort also to get more sleep. Studies have shown getting enough sleep also helps reduce cravings for carbs and sweets It's better for your health. People that don't get enough sleep have myriad problems, Uh, whether it's putting on weight, whether it's uh, cancer, they're more likely to get cancer. Temporarily turning off your cell phone, the TV, your car stereo can really help. Uh, Maybe in the morning you spend time in silence, in meditation, Or maybe before bed, you spend quiet time in prayer or meditation. Just 
time when you don't have any noise, spending time in silence sounds really simple, but it's a lot harder to execute. Number seven, okay, people pleasers, you know who you are. Number seven, learn to say no. I like to say, and I actually have a post about this on Instagram, I like to say learning to say no is a necessary life skill. Or if there's something you must do, don't be afraid to ask for support from others. When I'm conducting speaking engagements, whether it's as a keynote speaker for a conference and I break up people into groups, or whether it's corporate training, or when my when I'm doing personal one-on-one coaching, I will have a lot of people confide in me that they're afraid to ask for help. Now, for some people, it's just because they've got the shoulds going around in their minds. You know, they feel like they should know how to do it. They, they feel like they shouldn't have to ask for help. But some people, maybe it's a client or maybe it's a boss, they're afraid to ask for help because they'll be, they're afraid that they're going to look stupid or, you know, look like they don't know it all. So I do find that for a lot of people, one skill that they really have to work on, and I really do think it's a skill, is um, learning to say no, but also knowing when you need to ask for help. Now, sometimes maybe it's just from your spouse or your significant other or from your kids. Maybe sometimes it's just needing help around the house. So don't try and do it all yourself. I don't, I don't know who needs to hear that message, but somebody right now who's listening needs to hear that message. Don't be afraid to ask for help. There are times you just can't do it all yourself, and I think that you are. There are times when you have no choice but to do everything on your own. You know, there are those times where no one can do it as well as you or nobody has your area of expertise or uh, maybe you're a small business owner and there are just certain things you have to do on your own. And I get that. But other times you really can garner support from other people in your life. Learn to recognize the difference. Concentrate, and this is number eight, concentrate single-mindedly on one task until it's complete. Now, I know there are times that you have to multitask. There are times when I have to do it as well. And I know nobody likes multitasking. And truly, you cannot get as much accomplished. And you usually don't work as effectively when you multitask. So as often as you can, Concentrate single-mindedly on one task until it's complete. Sometimes when you try to do 10 things at once, you end the day feeling like you haven't completed anything because sometimes you haven't. You just worked on a lot of different things. So what are some things, even one, even one thing, what is even one thing that you have to do and complete by the end of the day. In one of my podcast episodes, I called these the MDTs. I made up that term. It stands for must do today. So what are the must do today 
things that you must do. Lastly, research points to the fact that survivors of emotional, physical, or circumstantial difficulties practice these eight things. And I also want to say here that we're not talking just about survivors, but as I like to say, thrivers. So here are the eight things that they practice to help. Strong spiritual belief. That's number one, strong spiritual belief. Number, whatever that is for you. Number two, sense of humor. (laughs) Sense of humor, that goes a long way. Having fun. Number three, strong support system. Whether it's your family or your friends, do you have a strong support system in place? Number four, a connection to nature. Number five, goals. Important goals that you're working toward, even one dream or goal. Number six, proper nutrition. You know, aim for 80% of the time. Number seven, openness to new ideas. Flexibility, openness to new ideas. And eight, getting sufficient rest and exercise. So in creating and finding balance, which of these can you do today? Creating and finding balance is one of the secrets to adopting joy. Please, if you haven't already subscribed to the Adopting Joy podcast, please do and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at adoptingjoy underscore. That's at adoptingjoy, J-O-Y, and the underscore symbol. On Twitter, at adoptingjoy. I'm also on Facebook, at Colleen Joy Ryan, the one in the U.S. Thank you. Thank you.